Hey, you're listening to The Center, brought to you by Green Trike. Off the bat, I want to say that this episode is going to be a little bit different. So last week, I sat in on a Zoom interview with the Tacoma Mayor's Youth Commission for a totally different project. The Youth Commission is a group of high school students that act as political counsel to the city government regarding youth issues. It's brand new. These are the students that started it, actually. And look, I know this isn't about preschool, but it is about the youth. Specifically, it's about the issues youth face in our city today and what adults can do to better serve them and lift their voices. It was too informative and too good to not share. So, enjoy. Okay, so, um, Rosemary, for people who don't know, what is the Mayor's Youth Commission? The Mayor's Youth Commission is a governmental commission within the city of Tacoma that provides youth the opportunity to participate in government through the mayor, through the city council, through influencing policy and meeting with lawmakers. And it's really a wonderful opportunity to sit at the table that we have created ourselves. So would anyone like to add anything to that? Is this new? Yes, this is the first year that the Youth Commission of Tacoma has been together. Um, but just like my general experience on here, I feel like we've gotten a lot done for a first year commission. And um, really, we found our footing pretty quick and we've been able to get um, a lot of our goals out of the way. Cool. So um, how, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, it really started, um, the idea of it uh, formed when um, our mayor, Victoria Woodard, was still running. Um, I had uh, approached her at a meeting and um, at uh, at a Q&A basically and um, I had asked her for something like a youth council and this is the beauty of what has come from it um, so that was in 2017 so but we yeah so that's how it really like that's how the idea started and how it's been rolling ever since. So Stella this was your idea we have you to thank for this. <laughs> Um, I don't want to take full credit. It was a group effort, but um, I had approached the mayor about it, yes. Well, and you were just a kid then, too. So that was that was very prescient of you. Yeah, I was only 12. Wow. Okay. Well, so how did you all get to be the ones who are on this commission? Anybody? Taylor, how did um, you get to be well, on um, So originally, I heard about it from the mayor. The mayor and my mom went to high school together. and. Um, my mom helps the mayor a lot with her campaign. We hosted a little um, meet and greet forum here at my house. And, um, but the commission, it's open to everyone. It's not really like a selective process. You just have to fill out a survey and, um, and you can be in the commission. Yeah. Okay. Um, who wants to add to that? I will say it was kind of funny. Um, I had the, the original idea was to be a council and, um, it was just going to be 16 people that were selected. Um, but I think about 120 people had submitted um, to try and join. And so they instead changed it to be a whole commission that anyone can join, which I think is kind of funny and also really powerful and amazing and shows how much, how necessary it is for youth to have a voice at the table. Um, Ian, were you trying to say something? 
So basically, I found out through my school, um, and I know that a lot of the people on the commission found out through their schools. Um, I had a counselor tell me all about it and told me that I should join, um, and I think that's how the majority of us found out about it, for sure. So, Ethan, what made you want to be part of this? Uh, I actually found out about it through a Facebook post that my older sister tagged me in. And I thought it was a really cool opportunity because I've always had an interest in politics. And so I signed up to join and it worked out well. So could you guys tell me um, some more about what you think the Mayor's Youth Commission can do for Tacoma? And while you're thinking about that, um, what, what can the commission do for Tacoma? And then what do you think your unique contribution is? I think, I think having youth voice within any government is really super important because um, we do make up a large portion of Tacoma and we do make up a large portion of the world. Um, so, so I think having our voices is very representative of a, of a demographic that is sometimes not very present within government. Um, so I think personally the best thing to come out of the Youth Commission um, into just greater Tacoma government is that our voices are now being heard at a rate that they've never been heard at before. Who wants to add to that? I know that I, for a really long time, really wanted to have a voice at the table uh, uh, as myself. Uh, I started getting really interested in politics maybe when I was 11. I had gone down to Olympia. My mom had taken me down to Olympia for a lobby day, and I got to lobby um, multiple uh, senators and congressmen and congresswomen and meeting all these amazing people who are doing such great work for their own community really inspired me to want to be the same kind of person and so what I hope to bring to the Youth Commission at Tacoma is a different perspective on the world and on politics and how people may react to uh, us and may react to only thinking that we're too young to do this and we're really not. And I just really want to bring a whole new perspective and I want to I want to change the lens of how we see youth and how we see ourselves in the world. So can you guys think of um, an example of how so something current where um, there's a perspective and you as youth might have a different slant on that that adults might not might not be obvious to adults? Um, I know that I've tried to do a lot of work just with public schools. Um, Tacoma Public Schools is an adult-ran organization for the youth, so I think that I think that um, having youth voice um, be really highlighted within our public school system has been a plus for me. Um, I've I've been trying to do a lot of work with in there, whether that be make student voices heard or get um, actual relevant um, organizations put within the schools. I know that my um, separate committee has been working on starting lunch clubs throughout schools for students with disabilities, um, because I personally run one at my high school and I've seen what a positive effect it's had. Um, so we're currently working on like getting a plan out there to implement them throughout the high schools in Tacoma. What, what is a lunch club? Um, so basically, it's it's really not super like official club type stuff. It's just a group that meets during lunch. Um, but I've realized that like 
really setting up that safe space within like a teacher's classroom where you're not in this huge sensory overload lunch room where it can be pretty oppressive. Um, holding it in the teacher's classroom with a group with groups of students who are just there to have a safe space to eat during lunch has brought a positive impact. Let's talk about you, you as people. Um, is this the kind of activity that you've always been attracted to? Yeah, so um, most of my life I've grown up playing sports. So I've been involved with like a lot of teams and I do love to like work with others. And I think that this opportunity was really special because it's working with others about like issues that I'm passionate about, especially in Tacoma. I've been living here my whole life. And um, I guess, yeah, just making a change with others has been always something that I've been super excited about. and you know, willing to participate in? Uh, I've always been passionate about the type of work we do, uh -huh. but being in the commission has kind of helped me grow as a person and who I am and how I work with other people because I've usually been a quiet person throughout my whole life, but being in the commission and like being as a part of the leadership board, it's forced me to take a bigger role and use my voice more, which is something I'm very happy about. That's huge. And it, you probably feel a sense of like responsibility to use your voice, right? If you're, if you're in the yeah. room, that's huge. And it's probably not always easy. Who else wants to add to that? I think about for myself, I've always been, um, I've always been kind of uh, not similar to a lot of other people. Um, you know, I've always really been attracted to politics just in general and knowing those things. I always really loved um, and liked hearing I may not have shown it, but I really like hearing, you know, my, my family members at family dinners talk about politics and like all these things, you know, I, I just love those things. I want, I love creating more inclusive spaces and I love doing that on such a high level and creating such a large change and creating such a, taking such a large, you know, making a big splash. And by doing this, I know I can do that. Piggybacking on that as youth, what makes what do adults do that make you feel welcome to a conversation? I love when I'm a part of a conversation with adults and there's an open-ended question that carries no weight of advice or a right or wrong answer or the supposed youth opinion we're supposed to have as a group, but just a question that treats us as equals. Um, I think it's really important when adults just invite youth into the conversation as um, as coworkers. Um, I go to Tacoma School of the Arts, which is a very odd high school, and we call our teachers by their first names. And we there's a lot of these boundaries that are in traditional high schools. I know, like Mister, Mrs. You have this like certain power dynamic set up there. Whereas at Soda, I've learned this power dynamic where everybody is kind of considered equal within the school. And I think that actually generates a lot more respect for teachers because there's not this fear factor going in like, oh, they're so above me. It's really a eye to eye type thing. And I think that opens up better learning environments and that also opens up just a lot more voices to be heard. Um, I think as a youth myself, um, I feel much more comfortable when, when I'm treated as a equal based off of my age. So no implied judgments, um, an atmosphere where um, it feels equal. Uh, what else would you add to that? 
that adults I will, don't. I will say I, I do enjoy like challenging adults on how on if they say something like if they have this opinion about youth and they make it really generic and just like like all youth all love kids. yeah all kids just love sitting in their room and playing video games or whatever you know and it's just like no, you know, and I, I really like challenging adults on that. And I, what I love especially is when I start challenging them and they actually hear me out because they really, you know, they actually have a youth. I said to my grandparents a couple of times, like, no, that's a really general and broad opinion about all youth. And you have a grandchild that's not exactly the same as this opinion that you have. And so I, I really enjoy challenging um opinions about us and about who we are as people. And I suppose how adults respond to that is part of what continues the conversation, right? If they're open. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So what are some some things on the flip side? What are some things that adults do that shut things down? I think coming into a conversation with the assumption that they have more experience than a person 18 or under just because they are older um because i think it's been proven time and time again that that's just not the case a lot of the times um, <laughs> um and also i think i think just having this i think a lot of adults have a mindset where it's like i am an adult you are a kid I am right because I am an adult and I've and I've been on the earth longer than you, which which can hold some it can be valid in certain situations. But I think in most situations, it just isn't. And I think um, holding holding youth opinion to the same standard as an adult's opinion is really important when it comes to conversation. You guys, you're on the Commission for Youth, and I'm interested in knowing what concerns you have about children growing up in Tacoma right now? One concern I have is the inequity of education in between schools all across the city. Because mm -hmm. depending on where you live within the city will completely affect the opportunities you're afforded to at your given school, which is something that you shouldn't have to worry about where you're living and how it will impact the education you get. I think too that um, I didn't know a lot of the opportunities that I had as a youth beyond just the youth commission like if you know I didn't I don't I didn't know about many of the opportunities that I have that I can do even if the youth commission isn't around and I think that there's a lot of in education about the power that youth have just in their voice and in where they can go and you can just email or send a letter to like any of your representatives and they'll listen to you and you know, I, I didn't know that until the Youth Commission, really. And so I think I, I really want more people to learn about that. So you're saying that there are, without the Mayor's Youth Commission, there are ways for youth to speak up and out that you weren't even aware of. And, yeah. and you kind of look for that stuff. So if you don't know, yeah. you don't know probably a lot of other people don't know either. Okay. Right. What other concerns do you have about kids growing up in Tacoma right now? I definitely have concerns with um, inequities within special education programs throughout schools and um, just inclusivity within and outside of the classroom. Um, I don't want to keep on bringing up soda, but uh, soda is definitely um, 
it, they're considered a uh, an inclusive school system where special ed students are integrated within every single class. It's not you're not put into a separate classroom. And while there can be problems with that as well, um, I think just focusing on how to not isolate students within programs such as the special education program um, that that's what I'm very concerned about because right now we're not doing our best job at that. So it sounds like SOTA is doing a good job, but other schools, maybe not so much. Yeah, and there's definitely room for improvement at SOTA as well. Let's see. Maddie, if you have something that you think I should be asking that I haven't, um, you can jump in, and I'm just going to look at my questions for a minute. Yeah, um, you know, I think we've covered quite a bit of ground as far as my notes, um, but, you know, what's something that you think adults could do to help lift up youth voices into the conversation? Is there anything that, you know, adults, when they're in a situation that they should, do you have any advice for adults that they could be doing better to incorporate the youth voices? I love it when I'm in a conversation with adults and they let us ask questions too. There's sort of this feeling of being a youth, being a novelty. We get to be the focus of this um, this specific section, but I love it when it's just more of a conversation and we're expected to bring stuff to the table. They're expected to bring stuff to the table for us and it's all just a give and take. So it's kind of that equality thing again and and you're not just a you're not just a thing. <laughs> um, I think this goes for a lot more situations than just with interactions between youth and adults, but um, I think whenever you're in a position of power, I think just stepping down from the pedestal a bit and maybe amplifying some other voices to be heard that aren't yourself. I think that is always very um, appreciated. So sharing the podium at all times. Exactly, yeah. Possible. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing adults can do is just li listen to what we have to say and treat us as equals because Contrary to what some adults will believe, we actually have opinions, and I feel like that gets lost sometimes, and so they'll try to tokenize those opinions instead of, like, treating it as an equal opinion to their opinions. Adults that are pretty, like, prominent in the community, they can also help to promote our voices in any way that they can, because I know a lot of adults have, like, a greater platform than we do to share our message, so... You know, we're in a really bizarre time right now that nobody has ever experienced before. So um, in, in along the lines of the stuff we've been talking about right now, what particular um, things would you like to say that are kind of pandemic related or that have maybe come out of this um, pandemic experience that we're all living through? This might not have to do too much with the youth adult um, relations, but I think it's a good piece of advice that anyone can take. Um, I was watching an interview with one of, uh, with an, uh, a musical artist I listened to, and they were saying, um, don't put too much pressure on yourself to make this time as productive as possible because it's crazy for everyone and there's crazy stuff going on inside there's crazy stuff going on outside and while productivity can be very helpful it can also be detrimental to your mental health so I think just putting yourself forward is really the best thing that you can do at this point point. Um, and I think that if every day you are 
you aren't doing something that is just changing the world right now, that is fine. Um, and just taking time for yourself and really, really just, it's, it's a very different way of life than what I think most of us are used to the way that we're living right now. And I think um, putting undue pressure onto ourselves can be very hurtful in the long run. Who here is a senior? I know I am. I am. Okay, so all of us except for Stella. <laughs> yeah, it has been all year. So what is that like? Is it Does it add extra uh, to the whole thing that you're a senior? Um, yes. <laughs> short, short story, yes. Um, it's very different than what we were expecting. I think for everybody's whole school career, it's like kind of leading up to this whole point of graduation and then now that we're there it's just kind of either not there or it's over zoom which just isn't it isn't the same <laughs> as much as we'd like to pretend it is it isn't um so yeah no it's been interesting and also i i plan on going to college out of state um next year um and the whole the whole system, the UC system, because I'm going to go to one of the UCs, um, is like kind of up in the air right now. Every day it seems to change on what they're going to be doing for fall semester and maybe even spring semester. So since it is, since coronavirus is such an evolving um, type of situation, it's just nothing seems for sure right now. Everything's kind of up in the, the air and yeah, no, it's just... I think graduation is a time of certainty for a lot of people, and it's just been a very uncertain time. Not what you dreamed of. Who else? Who? Let's hear from some others. Yeah, I totally agree with what Ian said. Like the uncertainty is the thing that's probably the most difficult about this. Um, obviously, we're losing a lot of experiences, like prom, like graduation. That's all up in the air. But for me, I've just been trying to like take the positives out of it as much as I can. Um, just because I know that's like the best thing for my mental health and everything. So I've just been trying to like better myself throughout the quarantine because obviously I can spend a lot more time on my own. I can do things that I couldn't have done before this quarantine because of all the extra time that I have. So yeah, I've just been trying to like better myself and just focus on what I can control. It's kind of been disheartening for me in a way because it was kind of, it's an end of an era for all of us. We're like officially done with our primary education and we're moving on to like, we're blossoming into adulthood as people would say. And so like, it's, it's weird to not like be able to walk across the stage anymore, or go to prom with your friends that you've had for years. You you like, everyone's just been separated now. So like those last few months that we would have had to, like be able to spend with each other before we all go across the country or across the world to go to college or go on adventures that life brings. We don't get that anymore. But to take a positive away from it is I feel like by the end of it, whether it's just like your own school or as like as seniors together in Tacoma, we're all gonna come together stronger as a group after this whole thing is over. And we'll realize that the differences that like pushed us apart together aren't as big as we once thought they were. 
Alrighty, that's it for this episode. Huge thanks to the Mayor's Youth Commission, Rosemary, Ethan, Ian, Stella, and Taylor. That was such an enlightening conversation. Thank you. Big thanks to Pat Schumann and Maddie Mixter for conducting the conversation and putting it all together. If you want to find out more about the Mayor's Youth Commission, check out cityoftacoma.org. I'll put the link in the show notes. My name's Sean Parker, and we'll see you next time on The Center.